Hi everyone, welcome to OCBC Insights. This is Zizi from OCBC's credit research team. Singapore REITs had an unexpectedly eventful first half 2020. In a swift succession of events, first borders closed and we stopped receiving leisure visitors. Then the circuit breaker followed where malls closed. Subsequently, telecommuting happened effectively partly closing offices. While Singapore is gradually emerging from the circuit breaker, REITs are no doubt affected. In the first few months of 2020, where uncertainty spiked, REITs were largely in survival mode, focusing on liquidity preservation rather than growth in part due to their low cash retention nature. As such, the REITs cut dividends with retail and hospitality REITs seeing the most significant cuts. In mid-June, measures were implemented to help the REITs as well as their tenants during this trying period. The most impactful change in our view was the Monetary Authority of Singapore raising the aggregate leverage limit from 45% to 50%, providing REITs with greater flexibility to manage their capital structure and to raise debt financing. This is especially so as REITs may see their asset base getting impaired, though to a small extent, as a knock-on effect from a decline in rental income. We see this change as a ticket for REITs to use debt, particularly bank borrowings, to smooth their cash flow needs if need be, without any pressure to repay any of their existing debts in the short term. The government also passed the COVID-19 Temporary Measures Act to offer temporary relief up to six months to businesses and individuals who are unable to fulfill their contractual obligations, including rent payment, due to COVID-19. And property owners were mandated to pass on the property tax rebates to their tenants. In addition, tenants who are small and medium enterprises and experience a significant drop in revenue also receive rent waiver up to four months with the cost being split 50-50 between the government and the landlord. Going into second half of 2020, we think many REITs will need to contend with potential tenant fallout, particularly if government assistance winds down in the coming month. Having gone through challenging financial conditions for much of first half 2020, and swiftly adjusting day-to-day operations in face of a pandemic, we think REITs would have a laser-like focus on managing tenant retention and leases in the second half of 2020. There have also been concerns surrounding valuation challenges due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on operations. We are already seeing a revaluation loss for investment properties in Hong Kong and mainland China on the back of weak economic environment and subsistence of the leasing market. Overall, we expect dark clouds to continue to gather on the property valuation front for Singapore properties, with tenant folding their businesses as a potential downside risk for retail REIT. Given that the REIT revalue their properties once a year, we think those who do so every September or December would comparatively have a higher chance of being spared for now. For industrial REITs, credit profiles are expected to diverge depending on asset composition. 
For instance, data centers are most stable in our view. Upcoming supply is likely to dampen the already weak leasing market due to COVID-19. And portfolios with SME segments face higher risk of tenant defaults and pre-termination of leases. That said, industrial properties are more resilient as compared to retail and hospitality assets. For office REITs, credit profiles are expected to be stable and able to withstand the pain from dwindling new demand for expansion needs and slight decreases in demand by existing tenants due to shift towards working from home as more companies in Singapore adopt a hybrid operating model. With the outbreak of COVID-19, we have seen retail REITs pursue e-commerce and digitalization strategies. We think the downside risks for the sector include increase in vacancy rate, lower rental income from negative rental reversion, and lower committed rents going forward. Issue profile of retail REITs may get downgraded if there's prolonged restriction to the capacity tenants in malls can operate at and government support is not extended. Finally, for hospitality REITs, COVID-19 has hit occupancy drastically, negatively impacting the income of these properties. While the hospitality REITs have some buffers from their sponsors, we think a swift recovery in visitor flow in the next 12 months is unlikely, and therefore we expect credit profile to be weaker within the next 12 months. And we are likely to downgrade the issue profiles if there is no material changes to the reopening of the international borders in the near term. With that, we have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.